This is the On Trend Creative Studio Podcast. Welcome to the On Trend Podcast. I'm Liz McShane, your host, and today we're connecting with Kyle Petrina, a chiropractor and holistic health and wellness expert out in Brazelton, Georgia. Kyle, tell us a little bit about your story and how you kind of got to where you are in the business and just sort of what led you to chiropractics. Yeah, well, hey Liz, how's it going On Trend World? I feel honored to be a guest on the podcast, so thanks for having me. You know, as far as like where I came from and how I started in like the whole like holistic and health and wellness expert realm of things, I started when I was probably about, let's see, 12 or 13 years old, actually. I was a soccer player and constantly injured, you know, pulling hamstrings, hip flexors, you name it. I went the physical therapy route and I would feel good. I would get results, but as soon as I would go back to playing, I would just hurt myself again. So, you know, all of a sudden there's a new kid that shows up on the sideline and his dad brings out this, this treatment table and he starts doing this weird stuff to him. And, and next thing you know, the dad's up in front of the parents and he says, Hey, I'm a chiropractor and I love to take care of all the kids before the games. I want to bring my, my table. I want to adjust them. It's going to help with performance. It's going to help them with injuries. And my parents just signed off on the waiver, said, have at it, which at the time I had nothing, I had no idea because I was only 12 or 13, Mm -hmm. but my dad, he had been to chiropractors when he was younger. So, you know, for him, he's like, yeah, this is cool. Come to find out, right. This, this doctor, his name is Dr. Eric Plasker. So he's in Marietta, Georgia, Mm -hmm. and he's the founder of the hundred year lifestyle. And so he's this big name in in the chiropractic world, but we had no idea. So he started adjusting all of us before every single game would whip the table out. The teams, the other teams would look at us and they would say, what the heck is happening? They would stop their warmups and they would, they would just stop and kind of stare because they'd never seen anything like that. But that really started my whole journey. And he was a huge influence in my life in, in the, like, the chiropractic holistic world. And I got adjusted every single weekend from the moment I was about 13 years old all the way through high school. Wow. And, you know, I didn't put two and two together, but my injury started to disappear. I started to feel better, play better. And that led me down to my first work internship, actually, which was in as a senior in high school. And then from there, I went in, I worked as a senior in this chiropractic office in Alpharetta, Georgia. It was called Synergy Release Sports with two amazing docs and they took care of all kinds of professional athletes and they took care of all these people and had all these crazy ailments. And, you know, I was just a witness to mm-hmm. the amazing results that they got. Yeah. So they pushed me into chiropractic school. And I went to chiropractic school three and a half years later. I'm out here with Corrective Chiropractic now, running a, a practice in Brazelton and, you know, have the ability to give people the same kind of results and same kind of health opportunities that I was awarded when I was younger. So that was cool. And business is like booming for you. I mean, so I've worked with Kyle on both professional and a a client physician relationship. He's actually helped me with some issues with my neck 
And I was not a believer until I until you did that the first adjustment. And I was almost in tears in a good way when I walked out because I could actually move. But Kyle explained it to me, chiropractics, you were explaining how it's it's your it's your entire body system. Like it affects everything. And I don't I think people when they think about chiropractics, they just think about like joints and bones. They're not thinking about like mental health and your nervous system and your digestive system and all of the things that it helps. And Kyle, they, they actually also, um, hyperbaric, you have massage therapy. Do you do any sort of infrared or any kind of sonic therapy? Yeah, we have a class four laser, which laser, we, yeah. we can talk about that later, but it's a, it's a therapeutic that you'll see in all the NFL, NBA, all the professional locker rooms, mm-hmm. but it's a really cool modality that, you know, helps people with a lot of pain and inflammatory processes. Yeah. So. It's been really neat. How would you say corrective and i know what i think but how would you say you guys are different than other practices oh man or even just you in general yeah well i think i think kind of going back to one of the points that you made in the beginning which was you know in the beginning you came in and you were a little bit skeptical or like man like can chiropractic really help me with this you know i I see on tiktok i see the Mm -hmm. i see all the, the youtube shorts of these guys and girls just getting cracked right? right and that's kind of the addiction that you know people have with the chiropractic is it sounds cool but it's kind of scary mm-hmm. and i don't know if this is really going to help me but we see a lot of what we call like bottom of the ninth two outs people mm-hmm. have been everywhere we are their last you know been to orthos been to massage therapists physical therapists other chiropractors and those are honestly my favorite patients because you know a lot of times like your biggest skeptics will become your biggest believers yeah right and so whenever you change someone's life like that Mm -hmm. or you have the opportunity to change somebody's life and then you do it Mm -hmm. then that's really powerful right because there there's nothing that that anyone can say to that person no one can come up and say to you oh well like chiropractic it's a bunch of crap yeah. or you know any right. anything like physical therapist mm-hmm. bunch of crap you know mm-hmm. it so when when you get that life-changing effect you know automatically you become a believer so with us i think our processes are are so dialed in and it's it's the belief that we have in the power of the body to heal itself mm-hmm. right when right. when you talked about chiropractic care being more than just neck pain or mm-hmm. back pain and you're seeing people starting to come out of a depressed state mm-hmm. right and starting to maybe sleep better or starting to notice changes within their digestion or starting to just notice that their CrossFit performance is better, right? Right. When you feel good, every single aspect of, of your life begins to to change, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you are in pain, which 90% of the people that come into our office are in pain, a lot of the other areas of their life just suffer, yeah. right? I mean, the relationship at home suffers. You don't feel good, so you don't want to work out. Exactly. You don't feel good, so then you go and you reach for comfort food, right? It's just like a slippery slope. Yeah. And, you know, being able to look somebody in the eye and say, hey, like, we can help you. Right. Like, we we, we think that we have what it takes to help you to move forward out of out of this perfect storm, as mm-hmm. Dr. Tony Ebel would say, with your nervous system just kind of in, in array. So yeah. it, it, it's cool. To be to be able to be in that position and and really help people that are are really coming to us with their last like right. last hope yeah. right last chance yeah you just literally verbalized my entire experience with you guys so it really was life changing in addition to that though I feel like you're very much an entrepreneur 
and a creative, which I feel like a lot of physicians especially are a little more type A. You know, I feel like you're a little outside of the box in a good way. One of those ways is I think you really understand the importance of marketing yourself on social media. I know we've kind of helped you with that, with like your personal page and stuff, but what can you say as far as about why social media might be important for other chiropractors to market their practice? Well, I think that social media is, is, is a must in today's society for all, for all businesses. And yeah, like on trend has helped me so much with my outreach. And I think it all comes down to what, like, what is, what is the vision of, of that person, of that entrepreneur, right? So Mm -hmm. if, if your vision and your purpose is, is bigger and it's outside of the four walls that you, that you typically operate in, then you want to shout it from the rooftops of, what you do, how you can help people, or the problem that you can solve, right? Because exactly. the best businesses solve the biggest problems, right? Right, And so we know that healthcare is a huge problem mm-hmm. in, in our world. Um, and thank God for people like you and Entren that help to brand the message and make it cohesive and, and make, it, make it in a way where it is consistent because, you know, what's the first thing that you do when you go and, and you go or looking at restaurants, you know, you're, you're with your family, you're on vacation, you're, you're down at the beach and you're in a place that you don't know, right? Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to research restaurants and you look at reviews and you go to the website and then you're like, Oh, this is the, this is the, you know, this is the head chef there. This is the guy that started it. And then you get down this rabbit hole of who they are, what they've done, where they've worked. Same thing with chiropractic, same thing with someone who might be like a golf instructor. It's all about, you know, being able to show people that one like you you're legit mm-hmm. right you can you you are who you say you are and then having consistency because what if you went to what if like in today's age right maybe 10 years ago it wasn't like this but if if you're going to a doctor you're going to do the same thing you're going to look yeah up who that doctor is you're going to see where they work what hospital they worked at what clinic they worked at what credentials that they have and if and a lot of times it's it's being relatable, exactly. right? Exactly. And so if if you're somebody who you're you're a doctor, but you're also posting, hey, I like I like to fish, or hey, I like mm-hmm. to work out, and I like to be healthy. People like to see their doctors yeah. being healthy and having healthy habits and lifestyles. So all of a sudden, that that gives you more credibility with them, and 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 it helps your and it helps you to reach that ultimate purpose because some sometimes like the barrier of entry can be a little bit daunting mm-hmm. for somebody who wants to go see a, like a doctor mm-hmm. and people don't want to take that first step but if they can feel like they relate to them right. then a bam. lot of people have the white coat syndrome for sure but you kind of go ahead and remove that by like you know showing yourself on social media it makes you more relatable and automatically they feel more comfortable with you so yeah i was talking to patrick my husband this morning about just how anybody can have a great service or product but if you don't have customers, it doesn't matter. So with social media, our whole goal is to basically grow your customer base or your following that we can hopefully convert into customers who can benefit from what you're selling. So that's kind of what we've tried to do with Kyle and it's really been going really well and I'll put his handle in the description so you guys can check him out later. But I really wanted to talk about this. So a couple of weeks ago, Kyle handed me a book and he was like, I think you're really gonna like this. It has completely overturned my business. So in a good way, but man, it's been stressful. Like, yeah. because it's just shaking things up. Like I've completely changed 
how I do things with my business. And I kind of want to know like how you have applied the book or like what your biggest takeaways are from it. And the book we're talking about is Traction by Gino Wickman. And he really talks about the EOS, which is the entrepreneurial operating system, because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they're just floundering. And he literally gives you like a foolproof blueprint of Mm -hmm. how to, how to do it. And it's crazy because I've already seen the benefit in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I haven't even really gotten into the like the meat of it. So how has it affected your business or your life? Man, this book is this book is a, a top three read for anybody looking to just continue to grow their, their business or even thinking about going into business for themselves because it is the foundation and the groundwork for your company right it starts with vision yeah and it goes through the six different the six different processes and the six different steps you know to operate that like that eos system Mm -hmm. and i knew one of the things that like when i was reading the book i'm like man i gotta get this book to liz well i just wish i had read it before i started my business like if anybody's thinking about starting a business read this book or listen i listen to it on audible while i'm working on my computer and like it just like hits a nerve every point he makes i'm like oh my gosh like it's so yeah. it's so rich it makes you dissect everything it makes you it makes you look at your business and your processes so much differently and it it, it for me it kind of exposed a little bit of we how short sighted we can be mm-hmm. in our in our in our goals and in yeah. our you know our, our hopes and our dreams and aspirations for for our business and it helps you to reverse engineer essentially exactly. you know where you want to be in 10 years mm-hmm. and then helps you break it down into you know the three year the one year the 90 day mm-hmm. targets which which is really cool because it takes these massive concepts which build huge businesses and it helps you to break it down into into quarterly chunks yeah and to me i, I really like i really like that but they give you the, not only do they give you the, the concept, but I like the book because it gives you the tools, right? Exactly, so, yeah. So many of these like business development books that you read are great in theory, but then they don't, they don't give you the application. Mm-hmm. So this is almost, it's a book, but it's a workbook. Yeah. And you can sit down and you can just take it step by step. And it's not a book you read quickly, right? You have it's to a, like soak it in. Yeah. yeah. So for you, I mean, I'm, I'm curious, do you, you probably spent, how much time do you spend on, on your vision? Like the VTL? That took me a couple of weeks, honestly. Yeah. It was a lot harder than I thought. And it was just, you really have to dive deep, but it's so worth it in the long run of your business. Yeah. And I finally got that done. And we have an entire employee handbook now with our mission, our vision, like, it's so nice to have all of that clearly defined so that now the next person that wants to be a part of my business, it is so well written out and clear what we're about. So it's been really helpful. But like you said, the book gives you like formulas to use. It's not like, it's not subjective. It's very objective. It's like, if you don't think someone's the right fit for your business, run them through the people analyzer, ask these questions. And if you get this score, it's time to go or, or they need to stay and we need to move them to a new seat. So, it was just like it was exactly what I needed. So yeah. that's it's such a great book. And um, even when you read it a second or a third time, you're gonna continue to get yeah. little nuggets of it because it takes that many times to read mm-hmm. through it, you know, to really grasp it and then and then to put it into practice, right? So the people analyzer is huge and, and I found that was one of my struggles in, in business the first year. You know, I talked to my coaches and I I was telling them 
okay, I've got the chiropractic side down. Right. 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 I can, you know, I can, I can do an amazing exam. I can, you know, gr- get great results with my patients, but I'm struggling to build a team. I'm That's struggling to so build hard. a team that wants to all row the boat in the same exactly. direction. Right. And, and this, and this book was so pivotal in where I really needed to focus, right? Because yeah. maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're looking at your business and where, where you think that is like the pain point is, but mm-hmm. when you really take this book and start analyzing your business, you, you could, you might say, Oh wow. Well, I'm really good at, you know, I'm really good at the, the data, but I have people in the wrong seats. I've got people that, you know, don't, don't jive with my, my core values. But for us, it's it's been it's been really it's been great yeah and you know i think one of the hardest one of the hardest things is the first thing is vision yeah and that's why i asked you about that because i'm curious because the first time i read it i sat there (laughs) and i just stared at a blank piece of paper for five ten minutes before i even Mm -hmm. like where do i really like where do we really want to take this right yeah so it's cool. It's yeah, a great book. It, it definitely unmasked a lot of weaknesses. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was like, we've got this all together. We're growing and we are. But what's going to happen is we're going to grow even more. And if had I not gotten my hands on that book and applied what it taught me, we would not be able to handle the influx that we're getting of clients because yeah. our systems we thought were good weren't that good. Yeah. And our vision wasn't clear and we were not rowing in the same direction. So it's a little bit of backpedaling, but it's so worth it to yeah. get everybody going in the same motion. So, and I have an honest question for you. Like how, how do you get your, and I call the people that work for me, like we're a team. I call them my players. I don't like calling them employees. How do you get your players to buy in? Like, how do you get them on board? What do you think the most important thing is? Well, to, to get the team on board, it, it has to start with the, the hiring process, right? Yeah. We, we, even from the, first time that I meet somebody and and we're in we're having a conversation we're doing an interview for for the position I'll flat out tell them tell them right these are these are the core values that Mm -hmm. we stand for within this company within this this business and and you can get a really good feel for whether or not that person aligns with your core values or not mm-hmm. really quickly mm-hmm. because once once you kind of once you kind of lay out for them this is how we do things this is really what we embody these are our core values this is our core focus a lot of people are just out themselves so to answer your question to get people row- rowing the same direction and, and really focus on the same mission right it, it's checking on the, checking off that people analyzer mm-hmm. within the interview because if if they if they don't if, if they don't check all those boxes, then yeah. they're just not a good fit. Even if they're a nice person, right? And yeah. that was where it was really hard for me. And yeah. then you, like, you, it's so hard. You, you, you start it like you start your business and then you think that you can hire people just because they're nice. Yeah. I caught myself saying that That's so me. much to, to my coaches. Well, what they would ask me, what, you know, what's good about them? You know, what makes them a really good fit for this position? I caught myself saying, they're so nice and yeah. they have a family and all this stuff, which is great right. to be nice and have a family, right. but <laughs> it might not be a good fit for your company. Yeah. And I was, I was hiring these people that were nice, mm-hmm. 
but not a good fit for for my practice. Did you did you like seem to struggle with the same kind of thing? Oh, I still do. Yeah. And thankfully, I really do feel like the girls on my team are they're all they're awesome. But I've definitely had to, you know, there have been some people that have come and gone, and I'm just like, I feel like when I'm interviewing people, they put on their best face. I mean, I did the same thing, sure. when, you know. So it's hard for me to. I, maybe I just don't have the right intuition sometimes, but it's, it's it's tough to know. It's really hard. I mean, but I think once you do it, once you do it enough, right? And I'm not saying that I'm a, a seasoned veteran of interviewing mm-hmm. people, but once you hire enough nice people mm-hmm. and they don't work out, right? I feel like you start kind of getting sick of. Yeah, I, I I found myself getting real sick of hearing myself say that. Yeah. Right? Okay. Here's a question. Honest question. How do you let someone go how do you let a nice person go do you have like a spiel like what that's like the hardest thing for me the yeah. people like literally make fun of me they're like you're so bad at firing people like it's it's hard but that's the human in you right i mean and, and it's hard because i think it's i think it's hard to let somebody go in the business setting because like i i know you outside like yeah. outside of here and, yeah. and you know me and we we just love we love people yeah right and we form relationships with people and while the business decision might be really easy like mm-hmm. it's not a good fit right the personal side of things so tough. right where you've actually formed a relationship with that person can yeah. be some of the hardest one of like the hardest thing to get over so yeah. how like how i try to think of it is and and how i've done it in the past is is just that and we had this conversation about business hat personal hat yeah yeah and telling telling that you know, the individual that I love you as a person. Mm -hmm. I think that you are wonderful. Yeah. However, we've set these, these metrics, these goals, we have these standards, right? We've talked about this. We've, I've given you, you know, another like opportunities to change and show me that you get it and show me that you want, like want the seat and that you have the capacity to hold the seat. But at the end of the day, I mean, it just it just doesn't work. Right. Like it's not it doesn't work for me or for you. And just tell them I think that you're you're just I mean you're just not a not the best fit for this role yeah. right now. Yeah. And I've hired a lot of like younger younger individuals for roles and sometimes it can just be a maturity thing. Mm-hmm. And I've told people that I think that this could be a great role for for you in a few years like right. get get a little bit more experience but it, i think gina even says in the book something about you know when you're letting someone go to tell them i'm giving you the opportunity to move forward elsewhere yeah and i love the way he puts that i'm like uh, wow like but that's so true like you do want what's best for them and mm-hmm. it's it, but it, it can be hard to separate the two but okay so let's see we want to do some rapid fire come on you ready bring it all right Something about yourself that most people may not know. I love music. I love music. Like uh, what kind of all music? kinds of music. And when people when people say because you'll come into my office and you'll hear country one day, hip hop one day. That's so true. You'll hear nine like eighties, nineties, like throwback. You'll hear you'll hear Christian. Come to think like, of it, I've actually music. I've texted you before and been like, hey, what was that Spotify playlist you were playing? <laughs> yeah. Like you do have a good taste in music. Well, yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll be I'll be ratchet in the gym listening in the future, <laughs> yeah, and then so you know on the, on the ride home I'll be listening to you know <laughs> elevation worship. 
That is it's, so it's true. Just, yeah, Kyle's gym playlist is not for not for young ears, but it's no. good. It's good. Hannah, close your ears. Hannah, all right. Close your ears. But yeah, I love music. It's it's something that I I could see myself. We talked about this, you know, before we started, but it's something that if I wasn't in like the chiropractic and health field, I could definitely see myself being a part of or, or pursuing a career in. You're and I was we were talking before this interview, but like Kyle is very creative. I think eventually you're gonna have a podcast. I hope. I, you know, I just think he's Come got that see. he's got that creative mind. So I can totally see that. Favorite book? Oh man. Uh, it's got to be because I have all my books on my phone here. Let me look through this really quick. I, I have I have a top three, but it's it the the top one. And shout out to my boy Josh Stewart, who is an amazing influence in my life. He turned me on to this book. It's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Okay, okay. it's it's by John Mark Comer. Okay. You ever heard of it before? I think I have actually. Is there a podcast as well? Or maybe I've heard of the Ooh. Audible. Send it to me because I'll your, send it to you. Your book recs are good. <laughs> for for those who are not familiar with the book, the, the premise of the book is basically it, it hits for all people. It, it talks about how the busyness of this world and the distractions of this world can steal all of your love, your joy, your peace, your happiness. And it talks about some practical ways of how to start to get rid of some of those things in your life mm. that are toxic, that are stealing your joy, stealing your happiness. And and it talks about eliminating hurry because, you know, it, it really it talks about how, you know, looking looking through the life of Jesus, how he never ran anywhere, he never rushed anywhere, he was he would always he would always walk. He was never in, in a hurry. And and it it says that hurry basically crowds out the triumvirate of your heart which is peace love and joy and so it, it shows how this life is so distracting and we are we are they we are in such blissful mm-hmm. distraction that we're distracted from we're like distracting ourselves from even being distracted and it is a great book for anyone to read that is just feeling overwhelmed especially entrepreneurs yeah. John Mark Comer was a, a mega church leader out on the West Coast. He had tons of churches, and basically he started from the ground up, and one day he decided, he's like, I got to resign, right? I'm done with the, I'm done with the crazy, crazy life and the, the flying every single week and missing mm-hmm. my kids and mm-hmm. the, the hustle and bustle of life, and he just really tried to open himself up to, you know, really walking in, you know, walking in his faith and he, it, it, it's a great book to have practical change and practical steps that you can take to kind mm-hmm. of get out of the, the, the world that we live in today. Yeah, that really hits home. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and we talked about this before, but being an entrepreneur and then having a family, it, it can be really hard to juggle it yeah. all. And I, and we, I asked you this earlier, but how, as a father, how do you manage a business a lot of people think about, you know, how does a mom manage work, being a working mom, but how do you manage it? It's hard. And, do you and, get and, dad and you, guilt? And you know that. Of course. Really? Like, I, mean, I don't think I've ever even heard that term, like dad guilt. I, I think that I didn't really, it, it took having, yeah. you know, yeah. a, a kid to really not change my priorities because I, I believe my priorities were always, you know, pretty much 
on point. I've set good boundaries for myself, but leaving in the morning for work sometimes is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, you see Mm -hmm. like your little baby girl or baby boy that's just hanging out, you know, with mom and, and they're so happy to see you and be with you. And then you got to go. Right. I imagine it's very similar for, you know, parents that have to drop their kids off at daycare. But, you know, it's really helped me to continue to set healthy boundaries, because if you if you never set healthy boundaries, then you're always going to feel like you're all over the place. And don't get me wrong. There are there are days that things are not perfect. Right. and, And, you know, Mackenzie and I talk about the like we'll we'll talk about this and and like man I just need, I need to be spending more time at home but I've yeah. got this meeting I've right. got this I'm going out of town and I've got guilt because here's Mackenzie busting her butt at home yeah. making sure everything is is said and constantly with Hannah and, and constantly just you know kind of stuck to the home life and and here I am I get to be out and I'm in my office yeah. which is like high energy real fun get to hang out with people and there's that guilt because, mm-hmm. you know, she's over here. She's she's doing the real stuff, mm-hmm. right? She's doing what really matters is raising Hannah and making sure that she has everything that she yeah. needs and is is taken care of. So it's a real thing. Yeah, I definitely you know? go through seasons. And right now I'm in the middle of one where I've taken on probably more than I should have. Like you said, it's I'm all over the place. Life is busy. And I even I had to have a talk with my oldest this morning. She's seven. And she was like, mommy, why, why aren't we going for our walks? And I was mm. just like, I just kind of had to look at her and say, Kate, you know, I'm in a season right now. It's not always going to be like mm. this, but I have to set those boundaries. That's on me. Yeah. So I know in June, like I've, I, I, I literally block it off my calendar. I'm like, I will not take clients. I'm going to spend, you know, these are my family days, but I have to be proactive about that. Cause if yeah. I don't, those days are going to fill up with stuff three, four clients a day yeah so it's it's being mindful and proactive but because i don't want to be in like damage control mode for sure a few years so it's tough but it is i get it but you're i mean you do such a good job of 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 balancing because like i said i i I know you and you know for anyone listening i know that you know liz is has her hand in a million things and she's amazing at it but But it's a season and i'm working hard now to lay the groundwork so that it can i can you know it falls into place and be more organized yeah okay okay we kind of got off track from rapid fire so let's see (laughs) what time does kyle wake up in the morning between 5 and 5 30. really yep so what do you work out what do you do so days where my early days in the office i'll get up and i'll read and i'll just kind of have my my silent time my reflection time um i don't i don't work in the morning it's just more of this that's time for me mm-hmm. it's time for me to grow it's time for me to study mm-hmm. it's time for me to just kind of maybe i just want to get up and have a cup of coffee yeah. and just sit in some silence and relax right um, and then other other days where i'm home and i don't work till the afternoon i'll get up and when I get up early, I'll work out. Yeah. So work out in the morning and then I'll still have my time, like silent time, quiet mm-hmm. time. So. All right. Let's see. Who inspires you the most? Or who is someone in your life that like really changed the trajectory of your life? Gosh, there's so many. <laughs> there's I know. So, That's a tough one. There are so, 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 so many. Well, you can name, you can name several. I think that, you know, the the first person, like, professionally-wise, I would definitely say that Austin Cohen has inspired me and opened my eyes to 
what is possible within the the life of you know a, an entrepreneur mm-hmm. who is is a chiropractor a dad yeah a, an ultra high achiever right because he was the one that showed me and, and and taught me and beat into my brain that you know nobody like nobody is going to outwork me right yeah. nobody is gonna no one is going to work harder than me in all aspects of of my life and you know there was a time when you know austin was training for an ultra marathon which is a hundred mile race Meanwhile, he's got two kids, right? Two kids in elementary school. He's got an amazing wife. He has a, a business of 50 plus employees. And on, on, on top of that, he is, he's a full-time chiropractor in, in Buckhead. So he's seeing hundreds of patients a week. He was training for a 100-mile race where he was waking up like 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, running 30, 30 to 40 miles before his kid's softball game at like 10 a.m. or baseball game at 10 a.m. and then he would then he would go and he would have to go to an event for something that like another doctor of his would be putting on and then he'd wake up the next day and then he would have to he would work at work at 8 a.m. on a Saturday but this dude was just he it was and still is I mean one of the most like fierce entrepreneurs and and just dude's a competitor i just want a fraction of that energy (laughs) like just a fraction that's that's crazy we had uh i know this is rapid fire but we we had a we had a a time where everyone just said man i've like austin's so high energy all the time and then when you see him in in like a, a like not a vulnerable moment but like a moment where he gets to just relax mm-hmm that dude is out like a light in two seconds. Like we we went to we went to a seminar in Dallas and and man we had such a busy day and I think it was eight o'clock and he was so he was exhausted because he had just been putting putting out fires and doing this and doing that and then we got back to the hotel room and just passed out eight o'clock. I don't think he moved a muscle until you know like five a.m. the next morning. We were up. So basically what you're saying is Austin, when he commits, he commits. Whether it's running 100 miles or taking a nap, dude is committed. Dude is out. Love that. Lights out. Love that. Okay, this is the last question. Kind of a deep one. The most rewarding thing you've ever done? Oh, man. Most rewarding thing that I have ever done. Golly, I can't even take credit for it. (laughs) I'm not going to take credit. I'm not going to take credit for it, but, you know, there... I want to even, yeah, I think like one of the most rewarding things that I have not ever done, but let me just, I'll put it this way. One of the most rewarding things I've ever been a part of was actually watching Mackenzie get baptized a few years ago. Oh, that's really cool. It was, oh, so awesome. Yeah. And just watching, you know, watching her continue to like grow in her walk with Christ was Mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. And she came out to me and was like, I just, I feel so led to be baptized and and then the whole like whole family came out and it was just such a huge celebration and i think it was not even like something that i like the biggest reward of my life Mm -hmm. just being a part of it right just knowing that that god had put me in a place to be able to be hopefully such a good and strong influence Mm -hmm. with for her right yeah that was oh 
That's really special. Top and moment. It, it says a lot about you, too, to say that, like, your most rewarding moment is something that happened with your wife. So yeah. that's just awesome. Yeah. She's so incredible. Shout out she, to Mackenzie. She she's really is. one of a kind. Yeah. So. We love her. And she's actually going to be helping out with On Trend a little bit, which I'm super excited Ooh, about. Let's go. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our interview. I'm going to put Kyle's handle, his contact information in the description. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next time.